can I take 60,000 times four bucks a seat? I mean, you're doing something like $200,000 a month in revenue. Uh, yes, that's right. A year. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Madhavi Shankar. She is building a very cool tool called Space basic.com or spacebasic.com digitizing student experience for universities. All right, Manabi, you ready to take us to the top? Yes. All right. So what is Space Basic doing? Are you selling to the university or the student? So we are a B2B SaaS platform. What we do at Space Basic is we digitize student, um, you know, campus housing communities. Um, all of the tasks that happen on day-to-day basis is completely digitized. And, um, you know, what we do from that data that we collect from the day-to-day tasks is we go ahead and kind of, um, you know, with our analytics, turn that into useful information for universities and students. Very cool. And we'll say happy Diwali, right? That's that's all the noise in the background. Yes, you can hear a lot of crackers going off. It's Diwali here in India today. I love that. I love that. Okay, very cool. So got it. So you're you're um I totally understand the use case here. Who's buying it though? Is it the owner of the real estate that's housing or is it the college themselves? So it is a platform. It's a B2B uh, SaaS platform. We sell directly to the universities or independent student housing communities. So that's how. And once they onboard, they, then they go ahead and enroll their uh, student population onto the platform. I see. Got it. Okay. Taking you to the backstory here, like wh- what are they paying you today to use the technology on average? Right. So on an average, it depends. We charge between four to nine dollars. Um, per student per year. Since it's still, uh, you know, it, that's the basic version. But like when we add the AI uh, aspect of it, it kind of customizes. There's an enterprise pricing available as well. But that's the you know average ballpark of how um, you know university would pay us here in India. And how many univer- Like when a university signs up, how many students are usually signing up for when they're from their first test? I mean, it's got to be hundreds, right? Right. So, you know, at the moment, we work with about 65, 70 universities, uh, about 150, 60,000 users in total. Um, and that's our current, uh, you know, user base. Uh, we want to kind of, um, you know, kind of go 7x or 10x that next year uh, post, uh, you know, the, the COVID um, situation. But so far, that's what we've been able to uh, achieve in terms of user base and universities that we work with. So just to be clear, 70 paying universities and all of the students under those 70 add up to 160,000. All the users. So we have users. When I say users, what I mean is students, staff, educators, administrators, their parents, um, et cetera. So all of our users in total come up to about 150, 160,000 users. How many paid seats do the seven universities currently have on the platform? Um, We charge per student per year. um, Yep. we have different users using it at the moment. We just charge the students, and we're we are about around uh, fifty-five to sixty thousand students on the platform. Wow. Okay. Amazing. So, I mean, can I take can I take sixty thousand times four bucks a seat? I mean, you're doing something like two hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue. Uh, yes, that's right. A year. That's amazing. Oh, a, a year or a month? Oh, a year. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a conversion uh, with the local currency. So when we kind of turn that over, uh, it comes up to four to ten dollars or four to nine dollars uh, a year. Okay. Well, this is great. So you're doing about two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, or about twenty thousand dollars per month, right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. This is a great story. Take me back to when did you launch this? When did you get your first customer? So we, uh, you know, a bit of a backstory is um, I started my journey, uh, you know, working for startups back when I was in Sydney, Australia. So I, I joined a product company there. One of the founding employees started really early, kind of really um, my love for startups began there. And, um, you know, learning from that in 2016, um, I met with my current co-founder who's based out of the Bay Area, kind of met casually, then decided we want to start this uh, back here in India because, uh, you know, digitization in terms of just student life outside of e-learning was very minimal. Um, So we kind of came back, did a lot of due diligence. And what we thought, what we saw was, you know, the student housing segment was completely unstructured, very pen and paper driven. And that's why we started Space Basic. And um, we kind of, you know, did a did a pilot run uh, end of 2017, but we actually went live, um, uh, you know, with, with the product in um, quarter one, end of quarter one in 2018. 2018. Got it. So you've built and built and built this great. Have you bootstrapped the business or did you raise capital? Bootstrapped the business. In 2020, we were cash flow break even. And we raised, uh, you know, uh, our first round of funding, uh, you know, a more of an angel round uh, this year in May. In May. Okay. How much did you raise? So we raised a small amount. We have not disclosed the uh, the dollar amount for, for the funding amount, but we raised a really small uh, amount just, just so to build the technology platform and to kind of also uh, scale up sales and marketing, but we plan to raise about a million, million and a half coming coming this year. Madavi, I want to know the first. I want to know the first capital. This is an important part to your story. It's how you build your MVP. You hire your first people. I mean, are we talking like a hundred thousand dollars raised or two hundred something like that? We're talking between two hundred and fifty k to a half a million dollars. I see. I see. Got it. Okay. And what did the two hundred fifty thousand dollars enable you to do? Was it hires, marketing, something else? Yes. The key areas where, you know, why we raised uh, 250K uh, to 500K was for marketing, uh, to get more feet on the street for sales, as well as to invest in technology. We really wanted to build out the AI part because we had all this data, but, you know, we really wanted to turn that into valuable information. Um, and, and that was one of the key kind of takeaways uh, from um, you know, this year's learning as well. And we plan to kind of now expand to the entire university population and not just the, um, not just the, you know, student housing segment. So we've learned a lot process this year. And you mentioned, are you sorry, you're raising now or you're going to raise next year? Next year. So the plan is to raise next year. I see. I see. Got it. Very cool. Okay. So two hundred fifty dollars to $500,000 rate on a pre-seed round. Um, it's enabling you guys to grow, make some hires. What's the team size today? How many people? Today, we're about 15 on and off. That's our total team size. Um, but if we take in our advisors and all of our you know, uh, consultants, we're a team of about 21 people. How many just full-time? 15. Oh, the 15 is the full-time. Got it. How many of those are engineers? So our we are about six engineers. Uh, we have about um, you know seven sales, marketing, and the rest are customers. 
remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies wanna stay this way, even post pandemic. And the reasoning's obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent, but the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. Check out nathanlacka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-A-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. Tell me more about the sales and marketing folks. They can't go and sell student by student, but I guess they can go sell university by university, right? Right, that's right. So we sell directly to universities. Every university has an average uh, ticket size of about uh, 800 to 1,200 students. That's an average size. Um, so what we do is we do mostly referral, referral, word of mouth works a lot. And we've also, you know, kind of directly reached out to customers. Uh, we've had some amount of inbound come in this year as well. But it's been a very, uh, you know, kind of a still figuring out phase for sales and marketing. But we really want to expand and be aggressive about that, um, you know, in, in 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Now, you're, it sounds like, again, growth is nice. You're doing about $20,000 a month in revenue today across 70 universities. Do you remember where you were exactly a year ago? Yes. So we have grown about 35% in terms of new customer acquisition. Also, you know, here in India, the COVID second wave was kind of gave us like about four, four and a half months of complete shutdown. Universities have started opening up now uh, over the last uh, one to two months. But regardless of that, we've still done about 30, 35% of new customers sales. And um, I feel like, um, you know, a lot of uh, in terms of um, the existing student population, it's not 200% capacity because of COVID. Um, but I, I definitely see that um, increasing, um, you know, around now, which is enrollment time, uh, October, November, December. I see. So last year at this time, you were doing about 13, 14,000 a month in revenue and you grew that 30% up to 20,000. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So during, last- during COVID, pretty impressive. Yeah. We actually broke even during COVID. I, I, I was surprised myself that, you know, that, that kind of happened. But we also pivoted a little bit. So I think that really helped us achieve that. Tell me about the equity splits on the founding team. Did you guys split it equally or no? Um, so we we have, you know, we have ESOPs. We have since, uh, you know, uh, we are two co-founders. It's, it's not split equally, but it's kind of split in a way where uh, there's some for, um, you know, f- uh, investors, future investors, ESOPs, and the two founders. How did you, um, if, you know, when people set up their first ESOP pool, a lot of people don't even know what that means. It's employee stock option pool. It's basically equity for you to recruit talent in the future. But everyone, there's no real art or science to how you set that up. How did you guys choose to set that up at the start? I mean, imagine you do that with the seed round and, and how big did you set aside? 10%, 5%, something else? 
you cut out? Yeah, we cut out 10%. Um, again, you know, with ESOPs, the thing is we want to kind of really, we want, uh, you know, employees who are really passionate about the product to, or the company to really have that skin in the game and not just, uh, you know, uh, have a compensation in terms of salary. And we've seen ESOPs to be a great option. And I've personally seen that work, uh, you know, with my previous organization as well. And I really wanted to bring that to Space Basic as well, because I see, uh, you know, that could be really helpful for people who are passionate about startups or at some point want to start their own later on. I think it gives a lot of learning. Um, so personally, it was important to me and I wanted to bring it here. No, I think that's smart. 10% there. And then most founders, SaaS space, when they're doing their pre-seed or seed rounds are selling about 15 to 20% of the business. Were you guys in that same range? No, we were not. We were more... Uh, we were lesser than uh we were around five six percent or less oh, than wow. that yeah uh but uh you know uh again um it was a very as i said it was a very small round and um we want to kind of save up equity once we reach our major milestone so we get a better valuation when we raise the next round yeah i mean that raised you raised that two hundred fifty thousand seed at a cap of like five million something like that five to six percent of the business that's that's pretty impressive actually thank you how were you able to do that? You, you guys were pretty early there. They're still in revenue. Right. But, you know, uh, what we also have is not just revenue, right? We have the potential revenue, our market size, our team, and all of those factors considering. So uh, more of a, it was more of an angel round, which is you can look at it as a, you know, a bridge note or not even a bridge note. What was the word? Um safe note uh you know so we we didn't uh that that's what it was uh, it was more of a you know early uh, a safe note round but we will convert that next year um you know a proper fundraising round very cool how much are you targeting next year you think um you know we still yet to finalize on the math but i'm thinking maybe uh, a million or so is what we're looking to raise at what a 10 20 million valuation um, well, the, you know, it'll be good to get a 10, but we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very cool. Okay. Anything else we missed? Obviously, folks can check out the company at spacebasic.com. Anything else, Manavi? No. Well, thank you so much, uh, Nathan. It was great yeah. chatting with you. Yeah. Let's for... wrap up here quickly with the famous five. Number one, favorite book? Um, hmm, uh, lean in. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yes, I, I actually kind of read recently, um, you know, a book about Elon Musk, and I also read a book about uh, Bill Gates and how we founded Microsoft. So that was pretty interesting. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Space Basic? Um, you know, I use a lot of tools, but my favorite being Canva, uh, super handy. And uh, apart from Canva, I use also use a, a a tool called Pitch for my presentations. So I've really gotten fond of that uh, off late. Number four, how many hours of sleep to get every night? Um, more than I used to before, but about six to seven these days. Okay. And what's your situation, Madhavi? Married, single, kids? Single. <laughs> All right. No kids. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Sure. Um, I'm 31. 31. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Oh my gosh. If I were 20, I wish I studied entrepreneurship as a course, you know, which was not even an option. You know, startup was not a buzzword when, when I was studying. So I wish, I wish I had exposure to that. I would have started off much sooner than I did. 
Guys, Space Basic helps universities in India manage the student housing experience. They had $14,000 a month in revenue a year ago, now doing $20,000 a month. Pretty impressive considering the second wave of COVID in India shut down most of these schools. 70 universities worked with them. They're now growing very quickly. 250000 raised in their pre-seed round, sold 5 or 6% of the business, now looking to scale out to more students. Currently, they have 60,000 students on the platform, 160,000 users across those 70 universities. Madabi, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much for having me.